Hello and welcome to episode 171 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast. Back to being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight it's time for that June crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. As I usually try to do, I am drinking local with a Goose Island neon bear hug coming in at a hefty 7.0 APV. And what makes it local is the fact that I bought it at the Publix down the street, even though I believe that Goose Island is out of Chicago. So after spending most of the month of June away from Chateau Relaxo, it's time for a bit of a COVID update from a road warrior, or at least my point of view. Most COVID signs, COVID stickers, and COVID warnings have disappeared from hotels, restaurants, and gas stations. And here's a spoiler alert. This will be the second month in a row with no mention of COVID mask or COVID anti-vaxxer or vaxxer-related altercations or fights. Possibly they've become so commonplace that no one adds the word COVID to the news reports. Feel free to make your own judgment. If you traveled over the July 4th holiday, hopefully you fared well. But according to FlightAware on Friday, more than 4,500 U.S. and domestic international flights had already been delayed. By Saturday, more than 1,000 flights had been canceled. American Airlines led the pack with 208 cancellations. Delta bailed on about 180 flights. And United pulled up the rear with about 104. And this is being recorded on Sunday, July 3rd. And my prediction for Monday travel will be pure bedlam. Hopefully you checked the TSA app, FlightAware, or Waze before heading back home. Just stay strong on the road. As we try to do, here's an update on two previous crazy travel roundup stories. In April, and I believe this actually took place on 420, Melvin Town said the third got a 30,000 foot beat down by none other than Mike Tyson. Make no mistake about it, Melvin Town said the third was the instigator. And recently, Tyson was on Jimmy Kimmel's show and summed up the experience in seven words. He said, I was tired. I was high and I was pissed off. No charges were filed against Tyson and Melvin Townsend III is to undergo a brain scan on the part of his brain responsible for making bad decisions. And also on the Wayback Machine a few months ago, Adam Alexander Williams, 33 of Auburn, Washington, was flying to Charlotte, North Carolina from Seattle and for some reason, Adam decided to shove a flight attendant, leaped over a couple passengers, and onto a beverage cart, which of course sent cups and drinks flying. If that wasn't enough, Adam then screamed an obscenity, and I've never heard of anybody screaming a single obscenity in a rage, but apparently they said an obscenity. And for the grand finale, Adam then tried to strip off his clothes. The plane had to make an emergency landing in Billings, Montana, where Adam was removed from the aircraft. So what sort of prize can Adam possibly win for this performance? Well, he faces a maximum of 20 years in federal prison, as well as a $25,000 fine and three years of supervised release. Here's a quick travel tip. 
don't F around with the FAA. They typically always win. On to the June craziness. Last month, we reported that a Virgin Atlantic pilot was forced to turn back because he was still in training. In case you missed the episode, here's the cliff notes. 40 minutes into the Virgin Atlantic transatlantic flight, the first officer informed the captain that he had yet to complete his last flying test. And of course, they were forced to turn around. Well, this month, it's a bit different. It's pilots fall asleep on another transatlantic flight. And first, I can fall asleep on a plane long before we push back from the gate. It's a gift, I know. And I know I should listen to the safety announcement, but I've heard it several hundred times. I guess you would call that a humble brag. And this happened on an ITA, that's Italia Transporto Aerono flight. And here's what happened. There were two pilots and one pilot was in what they call a controlled rest during the flight, which means there was one pilot who was asleep and one pilot who was supposed to be awake at the controls. Okay, I guess. Well, the tower tried to make several calls to the pilots, which went unanswered. The tower then reached out to the airline itself, and they didn't respond either. Possibly they were taking a nap. And then next, French military fighter jets were deployed to do a wellness check on the plane. Finally, later during the flight, the pilots once again became responsive, and the situation ended for the moment. Afterwards, ITA conducted an internal investigation. They suspended the captain that had fallen asleep, but the captain denied that he did. Rather, he claimed that there were issues with the plane's communication systems. However, there were alleged inconsistency in the stories, and some of the equipment from the plane had also been inspected, and no issues were found. So what's the result? Well, this is where things get a bit sketchy, but allegedly both pilots ended up getting fired. And this was a New York to Rome flight, nine hours, which is a fairly decent flight. But here's my take. My team truly works half days. It doesn't matter what 12 hours of the day it is, and we don't get to take any naps. One of my favorite websites, Boing Boing, posted this one. Gentleman caught rolling through airport security with 23 pounds of cocaine in his wheelchair. This happened at North Carolina's Charlotte Douglas International Airport as a gentleman attempted to roll, yes, like I said, roll through customs with 23 pounds of cocaine stuffed in the seat of his rascal scooter. The suspect, Alexander Lopez Morale, age 22, had arrived at the airport from the Dominican Republic. According to the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, the cocaine has or had a street value of $378,000. No word on whether Lopez Morale actually needed the wheelchair or not. And there was no word on how anyone knew that Lopez Morale was rolling through with contraband. And make no mistake about it, it's very easy to leave many of these countries or third world countries, whatever you want to call them, with drugs or animals. And it's our job here in America to actually catch them. So maybe the person paying off the Dominican Republic authorities should have sent a few shekels in the direction of Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. So this next story is sort of a she said, he said, and it all unfolded on TMZ, not once, but actually twice. Let's open with the she said part. Mary Magdalene, a Canadian 
model took to social media to let the whole world know that she was kicked off a recent flight from Canada to Dallas for looking too explicit. Mary Magdalene, and I'm guessing that's not her given name, said that she was kicked off the plane because her boobs were too big for her top. So typically I would think that one might say that the top was too small for the boobs. That was until I saw a picture of Mary and yes, Mary's boobs were too big for the top. Now don't feel bad for Mary. She did go on to post that she made it to America finally. And of course on a later flight, but she still has a beef with the airline and society as a whole saying discrimination against enhanced bodies is very common. Well, I'm here to tell you that Mary is enhanced and probably more than once, probably more than twice. And it's hard to tell if she's really built for pleasure or if she's built for speed. But either way, Mary claims that she rolls with 22 pounds of boobs. So here's the he said portion coming from American Airlines. They said that flight attendants noticed Mary sitting in several different seats before takeoff. And they were seats that weren't her ticketed seat. It was also reported that the airline employees believed that Mary to have been intoxicated and she seemed unstable, possibly related to the 22 pounds of boobs. Flight attendants and the captain asked her to leave. Mary left without incident and the cops did not have to get involved. I encourage you to check out Mary's picture posted in the show notes. This one comes to us from the Criminals Are Stupid Department. We have Allegheny County man uses fake $100 bill to buy drinks at airport before boarding plane. This happened in Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania. An Allegheny man, Stephen Peterson, is facing felony charges accused of passing off a fake $100 bill before he boarded a plane at the Arnold Palmer Regional Airport early in June. Now, here's two things I bet you did not know about the Arnold Palmer Regional Airport. First, they provide airport parking for free. And second, Spirit is the only airline that flies in and out of Arnold Palmer Regional Airport. So I'll leave that there to sit with you. Now, get this. Peterson said that the pants he was wearing were not his. Andy found a $100 bill in the pocket, so he decided to just use it. So here's Peterson's stupid part. The cashier at the snack bar inside the airport noticed the bill said for motion picture use only. And then they went on to tip off the officers at the airport. Police got a warrant for Peterson. And when he flew back into town later on, they picked him up and served the warrant. So here's the tip in. State troopers are also looking into a suspect who was wanted for passing fake $100 bills at two Dollar General stores in Dewey Township within 10 minutes last month. Like I said, criminals are stupid. And remember, folks, airport drinking or plane drinking, whatever you want to call it, rarely ends well. That is, unless you're Ryan Bingham, aka George Clooney, from the movie Up in the Air. Now, if you think you found the person of your dreams, your ride or die, There's a handful of things you can do with that person to see if you've actually made the right choice. First thing you can do is see what their behavior is when the internet suddenly cuts out. This is a solid indicator of what's ahead for you. The second one is travel with them. Cancel delayed flights, bad weather, sunburn, food poisoning, anything can occur while traveling. Even after 12 years of marriage, the CEO and I still have our moments. 
Well, this one comes to us from Live and Let's Fly. Angry man shoves girlfriend aside as he lunges at airport staff. So we're going to set the stage for this one. We're going to call the couple. We're going to call her Tiffany. We're going to call him Chad. Tiffany and Chad were flying on EasyJet from somewhere in the UK to somewhere in Spain. And while waiting to board, the airport staff confronted Tiffany and Chad, believing that they might just be intoxicated. And what transpired next just might back up that claim. There's a video. There's always a video. I'll post it in the show notes. But once confronted, Tiffany channeled her inner karate kid by raising her arms to shoulder height. And before she could lift her leg off the floor to enter the dreaded crane pose, Chad pushed Tiffany aside into the floor, both hands on Tiffany's waist and a hearty push. And Tiffany went immediately to the ground. Chad quickly advanced, putting two of the airport staff members on the ground before retreating. And if that wasn't enough, Tiffany makes it back to her feet, gets between Chad and the airport staff, pushing the airport staff away, protecting her beloved Chad. So yes, a perfect test. These two are absolutely meant for each other. And here's my take on this. Watching the video, it appears that Tiffany actually led Chad down the runway of violence as she was the one actually taunting the airport staff. This reminds me of a travel-related story. This was 2007, uh, August or September. We were in Tampa for business, and my travel partner at the time was a New York transplant and a huge Yankee fan. It was playoff time. We finished up for the day and decided to head to the stadium and find tickets for the game. We found a couple tickets somebody was hawking or selling. This is long before Ticketmaster. And we found ourselves in the Yankee section of the stadium, and my buddy could not have been happier as he was going to get to watch the game with his people, the rest of the New York transplants. Mid-game, there was some commotion to our right, and there was a female that, for lack of a better term, had been overserved, and she was screaming at the top of her lungs at a Tampa Bay Rays fan. And at some point, she screamed, my husband is going to kick your ass. And her husband was very easy to pick out as he was the guy that was rolling his eyes. And I guarantee you that this was not the first time that his wife had dragged him into some sort of a situation that he wanted nothing to do with. And all this guy wanted to do was watch the playoff game. So yes, more than likely, Tiffany dragged Chad into a situation that he wanted nothing to do with as well. Hopefully the two stay together. I think they deserve each other. If you've listened to any episodes, you would know that I am not a fan of cruises. I've been on one and that was uh, it. They're not for me. Yes, there's plenty to do so long as you like to do what they have planned. There's plenty of food. Again, so long as you like what they've fixed. Either way, you're still held captive for three or five or seven days. Well, for me, this next story is another nail in the cruise coffin for me. Carnival Cruise Brawl caught on camera. And this was an all-in-all brawl. Between dozens of passengers aboard the Carnival Magic Cruise Line. And the reason is what they're saying is allegations of cheating while on the trip. So first, Carnival Cruise Lines, in my opinion, is the spirit airlines of the ocean. And second, it has to make a tremendous amount of effort 
to find a willing rando on a cruise boat and then actually seal the deal on the trip, as they say. So Teresa James, who is a travel agent, said the fight started just before 2 a.m. on the ship's fifth floor, and that's where the dance club and casino are located. And there's really no better place for a brawl than there. An alleged threesome between passengers had upset their significant others. Imagine that. This quote-unquote brawl lasted about an hour, included some broken beer bottles, and it wasn't a physical altercation the whole time. There was lots of yelling and shouting. But an estimated 60 people may have participated, and the one unanswered question that I have was, is this a devil's threesome? This month's creepy McCreeperton story comes to us from my favorite airline, Southwest, and it involves Larry McCreeperton, in the iPhone's airdrop feature. Larry somehow decided that it was a good idea to airdrop pictures of his junk or twig and berries to everyone on the flight. A woman sitting across from Larry got the first airdrop notification on her phone. She looked over to see Larry airdropping photos to everybody else. She looked at the photo, then asked Larry if he meant to send it. Larry said yes. And that's when she brought it to the attention of the crew. When a flight attendant asked why, he responded with, it sounded like fun. Long story short, the FBI got involved and let Larry know that he'd be spending the weekend in airport jail. And you're welcome to insert some sort of a don't drop the soap Larry joke here if you want. And we've talked about this before. Women don't want to see pictures of random dudes junk Penaz, member, twig, or berries. If they did, they'd let you know. Remember, women are wired differently than men. Finishing up with this last story and a question. What's a plane ticket worth? And the answer varies. Early June, most of my team flew to San Antonio for a conference. And we had guys coming in from all throughout the country. Ticket prices ranged from $400 to north of 1000 So it varies. And here's a different question. What's your plane ticket worth to you? And again, the answer will vary. And for me, it would vary on a number of factors. If I was traveling alone, if I was traveling with family members, if I was traveling with coworkers, am I heading to a job site, to a partner site, or am I actually heading home? Well, according to Eye of the Flyer, Delta passengers who had already purchased a ticket Those tickets grew in value very quickly. Are you ready for this? Delta passengers were offered $10,000 each to take a later flight. That's right, Delta Flight 3550, operated by Southwest from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. The flight was apparently oversold. There were more confirmed passengers who actually showed up at the airport then there were available seats on the Embraer 175. And the 175 is not a big plane. There's probably less than 90 or 80 or 90 seats on it. And we've all heard about airlines offering vouchers for people that are willing to give up their seats. It's been years since this happened to me. But typically, you get rewarded with a travel voucher for at most maybe five, maybe $600. These were $10,000 Visa gift cards. So it begs to ask, why so generous? Well, if enough passengers don't volunteer to take later flights, 
the DOT states that passengers involuntarily denied boarding are entitled to, get this, 400% of a one-way fare, and the airlines can limit the damage to around $1,500 if the 400% of the fare goes higher than $1,500, which I doing the math, I don't know how you could ever come, how you could ever figure out that $10,000 was better than paying the 400%. But I'll put a link in the show notes. Believe it or not, yes, the DOT actually outlines what you're entitled to for delayed flights. And I'm sure this has to do with flight delays that are related around mechanics or or staff not having anything to do with weather. If the length of delay is less than an hour, no compensation. Under four hours, it's 200% of the one-way fare with a maximum of $775. And like we just talked about, if it's over a four-hour delay, 400% of a one-way fare or maximum compensation of $1,550. I'll put a link in the show notes to what the DOT actually states. It covers uh, bumps and oversales when you fly, but it's amazing that there are options available to us. And I didn't know that other than I've been three or four hours late many, many times. Well, that's it for the June crazy travel roundup. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Leave me a message in Anchor. Shoot me email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.